This is Radio Stockdale. Welcome to Radio Stockdale. I'm your host, Michael Sears, at the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership. My guest is a career artillery officer and has held operational assignments at every level of command, including Commander, 10th Marine Regiment, 2nd Marine Division. He has numerous deployments under his belt in the War on Terror as commanding officer of artillery units and embedded training with the Afghan National Army. Besides staff and joint tours, he served as a modeling and simulation analyst for multiple simulation programs at the Marine Corps Training and Education Command. He graduated from the Naval Academy with a Bachelor of Science in Systems Engineering in 1994. He earned a master's degree in modeling, virtual environments, and simulation from the Naval Postgraduate School, and graduated with distinction from the Eisenhower School of National Security and Resource Strategy at National Defense University. Colonel J.P. McDonough is the 89th Commandant of Midshipmen at the Naval Academy. Welcome, Colonel McDonough, to Radio Stockdale. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, we got a lot to talk about, Colonel. Let's let's jump right into it because we're talking about this concept of honorable living. Why is that so important? So let me give a little bit of background on why I've brought this up as, as a topic with the brigade. So so as many know, it's certainly the brigade of midshipmen knows we had the now known as the SP-211 cheating scandal that happened now well over a year ago. And that through that process, a large number of midshipmen, over 80, were found guilty and retained and then had to go through a remediation process. And this process is a pretty intensive process, somewhere between four and six months. The final result of those midshipmen going through that process after meeting with a senior remediator, after journaling, after reading books, is an essay. And that essay, usually about eight to 10 pages long, ends up at the end of the process on my desk. And so I've read not only the 80 or so from those cases, but also all the other honor cases that have happened while I've been here. And so those about 100 essays have shaped how I believe honor works and how it's not just following the honor concept. It's, it's actually how you live your life. And the people who learned that via that remediation process have really offered me some insight on what does it mean to be successful at the Naval Academy uh, when it comes to living your honor. And so I, I think as, as many of those who have gone through remediation says they wish they would have done this beforehand. And so I want to make sure that this concept of honorable living, uh, that we discuss that fully in the brigade, in order to set every single midshipman up for success and avoid that lengthy process of growth, but hopefully we can have that prior to an incident. So at the Naval Academy, we have the honor concept, and I think that's pretty well known by the brigade, but you're taking this a step further. What do you mean by honorable living in that case? So to me, honorable living, and it actually asks the brigade for at the squad level, so hundreds of squads across the brigade will provide their answer. We're going to talk about that next week. Uh, but at my level, when I think about it, it's it's really comes to the summation of all of the daily choices that you make every single day to those choices, which really lead to actions align with your values and not just your personal values, but also the values of your institution. And for us, our institution is the Naval Academy and it's the Navy. You know, we talk about honor, courage and commitment. We talk about this honor concept. 
And so every day it's that daily struggle of your decisions and your actions. Do they actually align? Are you being a person of integrity where you're you're saying and doing what you believe? So I think that's really when I think about honorable living, am I aligning my actions and decisions with my beliefs and the beliefs of my institution? So Commandant, can you give me some examples of what you're talking about? Is this is this what you're doing when you're in class? Is this what you're doing in sports? Is this what you're doing when you're in squad or company activities? I mean, can you give me some tangible examples of living honorably? Example of the classroom is the one that the midshipmen, and I think when people think about honor, they think about the most. You know, that means that I'm, I'm, I'm living the honor concept. I'm following the rules that are prescribed. I'm only getting the assistance that, uh, that is allowed and I'm citing all that assistance. But I think the real challenge is when it comes to outside of the classroom and and probably in in many cases off the yard, out on liberty, am I doing the right thing even when there's most likely no one is going to catch me to do that? And then the other challenge is, and this is one of the true challenges of peer leadership, if I see somebody who, who is obviously living outside of the rules, doing the wrong thing, Am I going to protect them? Am I going to tell them, hey, you need to stop that? And if in some cases, am I going to report them? Because what their actions are so far out of alignment with what we believe. So it's a lot of those challenges are, are things that, you know, we've all faced, you know, both in the Marine Corps as well as here as a midshipman of, am I going to hold myself and others accountable even when no one is watching? And even when no one will ever know whether I did it right or not. And, you know, I think those are the challenges, you know, for youngsters. Am I going to wear civvies to a concert that probably no one will ever know? Or am I going to do the right thing? Am I going to submit a special request yet to allow youngsters to not wear SDBs to a concert in in a major amphitheater? And, you know, if you ask the question, then the answer you might get is, yes, we can do that. And you live the honorable life by saying, hey, I know this isn't the norm, but I'd like to request to change that as opposed to just, hey, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to break the rules and let the consequences go where they where they are. So I think those are the daily challenges that we all live in. It's not just midshipmen. I think, you know, we all have these challenges in our daily life. Is there something I can maybe get away with? And if I do it, no one will ever know. The question then becomes, and, you know, you, you hear people talk about you you, you as a person are the summation of all of your actions. So how many of these just getting away with something, you know, the term rate what you skate is something you hear often. How many of those become who I am as, as opposed to just an exception? So Commandant, you make a really good point. So what you're talking about is uh, for me, for instance, if I'm driving along and there's a stop sign up there and I roll through it and I know I'm rolling through it, is that not living honorably and and what's the impact on me or of the community? Yeah, I, that's that's a great example that it's just to highlight. It's this isn't just the four years at the Naval Academy. This is the challenges we all face on a daily basis. And the question you have to ask yourself is, do those actions define me? If, if am I now the person who, you know, for example, rolls through stop signs or only obeys traffic laws because I'm a I don't want to cause an accident, whereas I'm try as am I trying to follow the standards that our culture, our society has set up. So, you know, is is rolling through a stop sign make you a bad person? Not necessarily, but you have to ask yourself, if I'm the summation of all of my decisions and all of how I treat 
uh, the rules and the people around me, at what point is does that define me? So, Michael, I don't think you're a bad person right now for running a stop sign, uh, but I do think we all have to ask ourselves, is this how we want to be defined? Let me turn that a little bit and say, is, is living honorably about doing stuff because we don't want to suffer the consequences or we don't want to be punished? Or is there a positive attribute to this? So I think you hit the nail on the head. I think a lot of times here, and I, and I was certainly in this, in this group, when, when you start at the Naval Academy or any organization, you know, we do things because either we don't want to get in trouble, you know, or, or because somebody is offering us a reward, you know, the carrot or the stick. But at some time, we need to, we need to internalize that and understand I'm doing these things because that's what it means to be part of this organization. I'm doing it because I am I stand for the meaning of this organization and it's it's a or an internal decision not done out of fear or fear of punishment or because hey I'll get a weekend if I don't do this. I'm doing it because it's the right thing to do and not only does it affect me personally but as a leader, you know, I'm setting the example for for my subordinates. So I do think many times at the Naval Academy, for all of us, it starts out as I'm doing this because I don't want to get in trouble. But at some point, you know, the why, the why you're here and it's to be a future Navy and Marine Corps officer is I have to internalize that because I'm doing it not just for me, but for my the midshipmen I lead now and also for the sailors and Marines I'm going to leave in the fleet. So let me ask you the $64,000 question, Colonel. How do I learn or train to be honorable, to live honorably? What do I do to actually get there? So I'll take some of the points that, again, going back to those remediation essays and some of the things uh, that we talk about that we do with with the midshipmen who are going through that process. You know, the first one, I think, is a, is a self-assessment of where am I now? And this isn't just a one and done. This is this is something I think I personally and and I think everyone should be doing is evaluating where they are in their life. Am I Am I living honorably? Am I making good decisions or am I just doing what I have to to get by? And then building the, the framework around that, around my, that assessment of what do I need to do better, what I need to continue doing to, to make sure that's the world you live in. I, you know, in some examples of things that I, I've read and I'm now trying myself to put into practice, am I journaling? Am I writing down? Am I telling myself, evaluating what I did today, what went well, what didn't? What are the things I want to continue to improve on? And we have the plebes do that during plebe summer, you know, and those who go through remediation do that. And I've also talked to many mids who've started that practice. The other is physical exercise. You know, that usually there's no shortage of that here on the Naval Academy. But I know for me personally, the ability to go out and sweat, to go out and run, to push myself harder than I, than I want to really helps center me and it helps me put things in perspective the time to think while I'm running or working out, um, but also how I feel afterwards. It, it puts things in perspective, you know, and I think for many midshipmen, you have to figure out what are those skills, what are those practices, you know, having a daily routine that you can fall back onto that you can help center, be centered by, I think is important. And obviously routine at the Naval Academy is easy to come by, but you also have to be the owner of that. I also read, I, you know, and the Daily Stoic is, is something that folks, you know, we have Ryan Holiday come and speak, those short little tidbits to help you reflect on how you're living your life. Um, but I, I find just reading anything, reading, putting yourself into a book where you're, you're thinking about something other than the daily grind 
uh, is important. And again, I understand the life of a midshipman. That's that's not necessarily during the act struggle of the act year may not be the time to do. But even that daily stoic is is five minutes in the morning that I do it that just helps get me ready for the day. So I, I think there's a lot of good practices out there. We hear about them in loose. We hear about them all across the yard. If you talk to any of the the other officers and staff about what they do to be successful. And I really think each person needs to come up with that. The last thing I'll say is uh, having an accountability partner is important. I married my accountability partner, um, <laughs> someone who will tell you when you're not doing things right, who has no fear, you know, and they do it from a place of love, you know, and that's a term that sometimes people are uncomfortable saying, but they're doing it because they want you to be a better person. You know, and within the Naval Academy, with our structure of everyone living together in Bancroft Hall, everyone should be able to have somebody as an accountability partner who actually, in that conversation that they know they're there to keep you in check. They're there to let you know that, hey, you're drinking too much or you're you're not getting enough sleep. You know, you're making some bad decisions and that you'll listen to and you'll know they do that, not because they want to get you in trouble, but they'll do that because they want you to be a better person. So those are a few thoughts and you know, I think that last one, having somebody who can call you out when you need to, I think is really key. Colonel, these are all great ideas. You know, I, I, as I'm listening to you, all of the things you're talking about require work. Finding a quiet space on the yard is work. Working out is work. But I will tell you, at least uh, from my sense, both of those ideas are gifts because if you're able to put the work in to find that quiet space, to find that book, to find that confidant that you can, you can, you can trust, or even to work out. I got some of my best work done, thinking work done, emotional work done, you know, running around the yard or running in, in various places over the last couple of years. But that work means that we're always going to be working. The bar will always be out there and the bar will always be raised. Is that right? You know, first of all, I'll say that it is work. And, and some of the things you mentioned are, are absolutely true. When I, even to the, today, when I, I'll go for a run and a lot of times that's the time when something will come clear to me and it makes a difference. To say that we always have to be working, I, I would say it is a constant challenge. And I can say I'm a better person right now than the day I got to a Naval Academy because of what I've learned from all these midshipmen who live good lives, who are learning every day. And, and that's challenge, pushed me and challenged me to continue to learn. So I, I do think it's, it is a daily struggle. There's, if there's someone who's figured this out um, and they've got it all down, then, then good on them. But I don't think they're here. So it's, it is a, a daily struggle. The other thing is, it's, I'll just say, is you talk about it to always work. We always are working at it. But I do say that that balance in life of finding time to relax and, and you know, de-stress and, and get off the yard and have fun is definitely part of living that balanced life. You can't live your life every minute on and that, you know, under the stress and intensity, there needs to be a break. You know, one other just mentioned is, you know, going to church for me and my family is another point where it helps me recenter and rebalance and put things in perspective as well. So I think you do have to find those times whether it's on hospital point, it's in the chapel, wherever it is, where you just have that time to think and quiet and focus on something beyond yourself. So it is a daily struggle. And, you know, even having this conversation today helps me remind myself of the things I need to do to continue to live an honorable life and get better every day. 
you know, I like what you're saying. I think what you're saying is work, but it's actually good work. Colonel J.P. McDonough, Commandant of the United States Naval Academy, thank you for joining us on Radio Stockdale. Thank you for having me. This was great. You've been listening to Radio Stockdale, a series of podcasts produced by the Stockdale Center for Ethical Leadership at the United States Naval Academy. You can hear more podcasts at stockdalecenter.com slash podcasts. 